Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and there's one beer to bring them all and in the darkness bind them. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. We're the Drunk Guys, and this week we are finishing up our study. Epic trilogy. Yeah, of Tolkien's uh, We're done with, Rings. We're, we're done with a train getting run on us. <laughs> the literary train. We are talking about Return of the King, and we're starting off with this beer called Other Side IPA, which is a revisited beer from back in the day. We did this like uh, for uh, Underground Railroad, I think we did this. This is from Greenport Harbor. Yeah, I think you're right. Way out in Long Island. Been there a few times. Great place. Um, they did not provide any free beer or anything, so, you know, they're cool and all, but... They're not that cool. They're not that cool, yeah. If you give us something free, I'll, I'll, I'll say you're really cool. This is an IPA. Strip run-of-the-mill sort of thing. This is more like the old-timey IPA where it's just It's hops. far more bitter, yeah. It's just hops. Fuck you. Eat a dick. Hops. The end. <laughs> I don't... I don't... I, don't like I wish Lord of the Rings was that succinct. <laughs> I mean, it was in its own way. It was not in that way. It wasn't in I know. no way that's at all. That's because I'm making it up. <laughs> it's a fine IPA. It is a fine IPA. It's it's um, nothing remarkable. Nothing spectacular. In the world of IPAs, where there are you know hundreds of IPAs you could purchase very easily, it's really hard to stand out. And this one's fine. It's nothing bad. It's nothing amazing. It's just it's fine. And that's not an insult. It's just passable. Know, it's yeah. It's a solid B, you know? I don't have the palate to tell you what makes this better or worse. I could just say that there's nothing um, nothing, nothing leaps out at you. So, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. This is part three of three, the end of the Thank books. fucking Jesus. They're ready to fucking end the books with the end of the rings. They're all lords. <laughs> a leaping. <laughs> the so, kings. the book starts, once again, with a completely... Uh, not that useful part of the story until it gets to the second part where the real the rings happen. Right. Okay. So the first part of the story, or this is technically book five, is entirely a gigantic battle outside Minas Tirith. In the movie, the battle was awesome. Sure. It was great. It was pretty awesome. Man, can those elves shoot arrows. Just like fucking machine gun arrows. And yep. Gimli is really cool. Is it, what is the point in the movie where he's like, throw me? It's so they can kill more bad guys. So they can make a joke about dwarf tossing. But he like, throw me. And he's like, just do it. Don't say anything. That was in the movie, right? Yeah. I remember this 17 years ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I laughed, as I still do, (laughs) about throwing the dwarf. Yeah, that definitely happened. Because the elves are all fucking seven and a half feet tall. I I don't know. I, I think they're really more said like if they're tall. They're size. like no, no they're size. taller than the. So in the books, there's they're, like they're the very halflings. they're very slender. Maybe they're, they're like six two. They're tall, but they're not. They're not giant. They're not shack I people. The, I got the sense that they're, they're really tall because man. there's the men, the man sized people because they're man. Yeah, and then there's the wizards who are really tall, and then the elves who are even taller than them. I didn't get that vibe, but maybe I, I could say very that, well like, be wrong. when they're in Rivendell or whatever. Elrond is taller than Gandalf, who is taller than Aragorn. So Elrond's like 6'10", just walking around slam dunking the cock out of shit. Yeah, well, maybe. But they're not like, they're not all like 11 feet tall. I wouldn't say 11 feet they're tall, just, but they're, they're just, like they're, super tall guys. They're, they're meant to be slender it, and it, elegant, elegant people. They're fucking assholes. The elitist elves. I hate elves. That's fair. We'll get it's, back to that. It's fair. So the book starts off with what again? I've already forgotten. The giant battle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's like orcs, and then there's like random men who have joined Sauron's army. They're the the kind of the dick humans. Yeah, they're just dirtbag opportunists. They're like the mercenaries and the assholes, and they're just like, hey, let's side up with the bad guys. They're obviously the bad guys because the orcs are on their side, but whatever. It's cool, man. This looks like it looks like they're gonna win because a darkness has fallen over the world. Even though they haven't won a single battle thus far in this series. They get stomped every time. It is really swift how fast uh, Sauron like, is defeated. Like in this in this series of wars, there's a battle at Helm, Helm's Deep in the second one mm-hmm. where they get fucking their shit pushed in, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a second battle here at Minas Tirith, and they get their fuck kicked out of them again. Kind of, they get a, they get a few hits in, but they lose, and they push back to the Black Gate. So in two battles, they've lost entirely the whole war. And there's a, lot, there's a lot of shit-talking minions who are like, hey, we're going to win eventually. And they're like, eat a dick. Fuck you. But they don't ever mm-hmm. really win. The orcs are almost... Like, in the movie, at least, 
the orcs put up a fight and it's fucked up and there's thousands of people on both sides and it's fucked up and everything's bloody. And in the book, they get their fucking dicks kicked in almost immediately. And they're like, hey, we're going to win. Like, dude, you lost a lot immediately. What, orcs are comically bad at fighting. Well, what's the point where like, the orcs are shooting the flaming heads of the dead guys back well, they, they have, they have the guys? They have the, the giant battering ram and they bust in through the city and they're yeah. like, they're really mean and they do bad stuff and they're scary. But in the end, they lose in like two days. Yeah, but that's a lot of fucking gang rape that happens in those two days. <laughs> they don't do any raping because it's not interracial like that. I mean, I mean, I think it's implied. They just kill everybody. But even so, they you know they burst into the city, but then Aragorn and the ghost army shows up and just wipes them out in the end. Spoiler. That's not a spoiler. That's how it happens. That's how it happens. All right. Well, join us next week. <laughs> that's the first half of the whole book. Well, hold on. Let's it's talk about that battle army. a little bit more with this beer. I believe this is appropriate now. Nate, I think you brought this? I did not, know. Jimmy, I think you brought this? I did. Oh, good, because I didn't. Dark Horse. Reserve Special Black Ale. We didn't really talk about the Nazgul, this whole series. They weren't really in the second one, almost at all. They were a big part of the first one. They're, they're definitely in this Besides one. the smelling the hobbits under a log and fucking it up, besides their supernatural powers. But in this one, they get their shit pushed in as well. Uh, by Merry or Pippin, I can't remember which one. They're, they're interchangeable and stupid. Yeah, it's one of them and um, a, a lady soldier. Eowyn? Eowyn, who is the... The She's the daughter of uh, Elrond, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, that's uh, Ar- Ar- Arwen is oh, the right. daughter of some elf who does helps them when they're getting the thing. But in this one, she is like the handmaid of She's some the niece of Theoden, the king of uh, the king of uh, Rohan. Yeah, the king of Rohan. She's, he's the, Theoden is the, the steward, the steward of Rohan. Who's no. an asshole? Oh no, he's the steward of Gondor. A steward of Gondor. Yeah, one of those. Stuart sucks. Who is Theoden is his own like subplot of he's just like a shitty king and he's really he's really bummed that Boromir is dead and he has a shitty less cool son uh, Faramir. No, you're thinking of the the different guy. This is, is so Denethor. Fucking confusing. Denethor is the one is the father of Faramir, who's all like uh, all right. And stuff. So Theoden so is Theoden is the, the Rohirrim. The horse guys. Theoden is the Rohirrim. Yeah. Okay. Which? So, uh, oh yeah. And this and is she. She is the niece. And and then she, uh, but, and she, she but wanted, she ends up marrying so she the wanted son. to be a warrior, and they were like, "No, don't! You can't! You're a woman! You can't do that!" And she's like, "And that it, ends up being the, anyway. the whole, the whole like really cool line in the movie and the book." I am no man. When <sighs> when the, the 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 Nazgul king is like flying around on his demon horse, flying his device. dark horse, his dark horse slash flying device because he didn't have a horse; it's a flying evil thing. And he's like, no man coming in. And she's like, I'm no man. She stabbed him in the fucking face. But then he also... Boom. Wait, is that how it happens in the book? Sauce. Yeah, yeah it, is, it is how it happens in the book, really. Uh, they, they, kept, they kept that part. But doesn't one of the hobbits stab him in the leg? She's, he, that, the, dis- the, that merely The hobbit him. stabs him in the back of the, like, the calf. Oh, that's got to hurt. And he's like, hey, that's a dick move. And she's like, I'm going to fucking stab you in the face. Because I'm no man. <laughs> and she stabs him in the face, and, he's, and then like, both... He turns he, into smoke. Yeah, he just dissipates... And she is like knocked out forever because he's evil. And that's doesn't he bad. hit her with a club in the arm or something? Like he she break he, he break he breaks her shield and she shatters her arm. But she also stabs in the face with her other arm. Right, and everyone thinks she's dead for a little while. Well, she was effectively dead because she got she stabbed a demon in the face and it like fucked up her. It was an autoimmune disease. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she got lupus real bad from it. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, the first the half of this book is just a giant. Is like a giant battle. She stabs him in the face. The War of the Ring. Theoden of the Rorahim dies because he gets fucked up, and then his niece stabs the guy in the face, and everything's cool. And then when I stab him in the face, everyone's dead. And they're like, oh shit, let's run away. And then everything's cool. So, what do you think of the beer? Good what question. beer was this? It's, it's got like a. There is a faint coffee smell to this. Uh, uh, I, smell. I don't like this at all. I don't like it at all. Nope. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the uh, black IPAs and black pale ales. Because you might as well just drink a stout. Yeah, but like the st- a stout even, is different, it's right? Even more bitter. That's the thing. It's because it's got like the, the bitterness of the pale ale. Um, it's got the bitterness of the hops, but it also has the bitterness of like the roasted barley. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that at all. I, it's it's pretty astringent. You know, it's a very dark horse. Doesn't taste as bad as a horse's dick, but it's not as dark as Justified was. Hey, it won the triple crown. I thought you were talking about that old Timothy Oliphant show, Justified. No one's ever talking about it, but they, there are all offense in this book. 
There are all events on this book. <laughs> Whoa. Inception. Inception, yeah. So, yeah, uh, okay. There's a whole giant battle scene, mm-hmm. which was exceptionally boring to read. And then the ghosts show up, and they just win. Well, they, that's yep. like, is it the beginning of this book or the end of the last book where they, they first introduce the, um, like, Swamp of the Dead or whatever the hell it's called? I, the, I think it's this book. The Bog of Eternal Stench. Ar- Aragorn, <laughs> Aragorn is like, hey... By the way, I have control over an entire army of the dead. It's like, hey, man, don't go over there. It's fucked up. It's like, no, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Well, he's like, they'll listen to me because I'm the heir of Isildur. Or the fuck Fucking cock of the walk, baby. Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> he puts on his pants one leg at a time. But they're like, oh, all right. That makes sense. He raises golden armies. So they follow him. And then, sure enough, he brings with him an army of the dead to go do his bidding. Which and I guess if, if you have a choice, it's always better to have someone else do your bidding. You know, like, why yeah, do your own you, bidding? If you have an army of ghosts... It's really useful when if you're having you, an enormous battle. Though, you know what? The if, worst... Wait, wait. One thing. If you want your bidding done right, do it yourself. That's why you do your own bidding. <laughs> that's true. So, did the emperor say that? <laughs> yes, he did. Really? No, it's just that saying. If you want something done right, do it yourself. Oh, I see. All right. Yeah. All right. I see. All right. But just the thing, I don't want to do the, anything. Thing I, the thing I was really disappointed about in this was he got the ghost army, and then he brought them to Gondor and or whatever the fuck and like smote the whole... <laughs> evil orc army and wiped him out and he's like hey man ghost people we're good do your own thing but he could have kept him for like another three days he could have kept him for like six hours yeah and for the they, rest of the they war. like oh we've got to go to the black gate like right now and fight off all the orcs it's like i don't want this huge invulnerable army we're good that would make you it guys too easy. yeah it did make it too easy mm-hmm. why include them at all well that's probably the reason because it was too easy but and he could have just been like hey we're going to win. We don't need that Hobbit shit. Just fucking go out and wipe out Mordor on your own. And then 45 minutes later, we'll call it even. That's it. Why are they mm-hmm. dead again? There's like a story there, right? I mean, they're just an old-timey dead army. Yeah. They're just like ghosts of, of they like, armies. They, they, had a, they made a pact, and you know they owed it to him. To the heir of... ancient forsworn oath to fight for the king of Gondor. Yeah, and he gave him this, you know, they worked for 15 minutes, and they fucking was over, they were done. But he, they could talk have, about hurry up and wait. Yeah, they could have fucking wiped out the entirety of evil on the planet, and they're like, "Nah, man, just do this little one thing." <laughs> it happened immediately afterwards. Yeah, they're like, "Are we good, man?" He could have said, "Hey, no, hang out for like fifteen minutes. I got, I got a thing over here. There's a few more orcs just over yonder. You are yeah. all are immortal." So they, they don't even take them to attack the, the Black Gate, the main gate of Mordor, right. that they're going to go and attack in order to distract Sauron from uh, Frodo, who is trying to sneak in to get into the, the volcano. The Eye of Sauron, which is an almost non-existent part of the books. Yeah. In fact, it's mentioned very briefly. It, the in Eye the, of Sauron the movie, is, like the is biggest... not a physical thing. Like, there is no, like, physical thing in the books it's where more, it's, it's an eye like, that actually his, looks at stuff. They had to kind of invent that for the movie. It's just like the vibe of Sauron. Yeah. It's like the e- background evilness. It was almost it's like as background t- radiation. It's it, just kind of always there. It was like the eye uh, was, uh, not, oh, what the fuck is it, like personification or something, uh, anthropomorphizing all of his little stooges throughout the world, you know, like the various animals and creatures that report back to him, right? That was like a thing that they've been building up since book one, that there are all these things that Sauron communicates with. Like crows and dragons, not dragons. Hobos. Hobos, yeah. Mostly no. Hobos. Change for Sauron. Yeah, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So there's a giant battle. I, I don't care. What do you want? It doesn't matter. Here. We'll talk about these two next. So throughout this whole thing, Frodo and Sam are kind of going off doing their own thing, wandering throughout Mordor eventually, trying to get to the butt crack of doom. And in the movie especially, there's kind of this vibe of like, I don't know if we could do this. I'm so drunk. My body hurts. My eyes hurt. So this beer, because they're just whining around in the fucking wastelands of Mordor, this is Bitches Brew by uh, Dogfish Head. It's oak-aged Bitches Brew because... Um, the only the finest bitches yeah. for a lot of were used to make this beer. <laughs> and they just whine and complain around. They're like, oh, Mr. Frodo, I don't know if you could do this. And Frodo's like, oh, my necklace is heavy. And that's what seems to happen for a fucking long time. Especially in the movie. So, how does this connect? Other uh, bitches. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I mean, it's a question: Is Frodo a bitch? My my answer is no. Half. I mean, he he complains a lot, but he's not a bitch. Well, much like he is a halfling, he's half a bitch because he's constantly like, oh, 
my feet hurt, and I haven't had breakfast. He's definitely like a whining attention whore, but he's not a bitch. Is there any bitch in this book, then? Besides Boromir, that fucking... Boromir's not even a bitch. He's just a shit. He's a douche. He just fucked up. Boromir's an asshole. I feel like Wormtongue's a bitch. That's like a minor character. The Sackville Bagginses. The Sackville Bagginses are all bitches. Yes, they are. Bitch-ass motherfuckers. The Scrote Town Bagginses. Like, how did he come up with Sackville? Well, it's like... Um, we talked about this on The Hobbit, right? The uh, Whoa, have you guys tasted this yet? I've had it before. I haven't. I'm trying to psych myself up to drink it because I'm obliterated drunk right now. Bag End is cul-de-sac in English, right? Like they, like sack, they're, they're like the Sackville, ba- like Sackville, like that's where they come from. That makes sense. Clever. Well, that's, like, that's a big part of this is how Tolkien knows a shit ton about words and created this shit and has all these little clever Easter eggs in there. It's probably one of his biggest legacies of this whole thing is creating a thing where like, the words are not only interesting and like kooky, like a Xanthar and Grolflamax, you know, like what other people do, but they actually mean something and there's consistency. That's his, that's his big contribution. So what do you think of this beer, Jimmy? It's not, it's not great for me, for me, but uh, I can see what, why people like it, but it's, it is not my thing. What's in it besides AIDS? <laughs> oh, flavor with HIV. It yeah. just says stout brewed with honey. Uh, it's a big beer. It's like 10 or 11 percent of that, or maybe nine, 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 nine to 11 somewhere. Never forget. Never forget. Never forget. Never forget. Never forget. I don't think it says. That means it already forgot. <laughs> if, it's, if it doesn't, oh, say, nine, nine. Okay, so it's just, it's a bigger beer. But I don't know what gives it. Like, what is it that gives it that weird flavor? I don't know. I've had this before when Did it was just a regular bitches beer. Jet, jet fuel. It's intense. I don't like this that much at all. No, not a fan. I'm really Neither. disappointed in this because I really. It's something like tart, or it's some, yeah, something just tart in it that doesn't doesn't go. I normally really like dogfish head stuff. This is just kind of yeah. It's not my steez. And this should be my steez. Imperial stout. It should be. It should be your steez, but it's not. Put my dick in it, and it's terrible. It would seep up into your urethra, which would normally be good. Like when you put celery in the, <laughs> the water with the the colors in it. Yes. Capillary action. <clears throat> that is what it's called, yeah. yeah. It would be that, but into your dick hole. And it would <laughs> <be> dick beer. <laughs> Not to be confused with tree beard, which is my ent name for my cock. <laughs> <laughs> so then oh, this, okay. okay, giant battle, shit happens. And the and good guys win, the end. Yeah, it's it's really abrupt. It ends well, pretty abrupt. Okay, so well, they, they have a ghost. Well, there's like whole sorts of shit where they're like, I don't trust you, Gandalf. I don't trust you. Denethor, or whoever yeah, the fuck I'm talking mm-hmm. to, and then what, I forget and then the he guy stupid, and, and then Denethor throws himself on the fire because his dumb son died. Well, he sent his son away to die, but his son didn't die. He just got really sick. No, uh, Boromir did die. Boromir died, and he was like, "Hey, my one son is dead. My cool son is dead. Mm, yeah, and I hope my shitty son dies I too. Can't blow my son's horn anymore. And then we have to cry and burn ourselves for this. And so he gets sick. And then he lays in bed recovering next to the um, stab in the face girl, Eowyn. And, and then eventually they fuck Mary. And, and marry the stab in the calf guy, Hobbit. Who is like, I will serve you, king. And he gets all into that. And he puts on the tiniest little baby armor. Now that he's taller from the end juice, he could wear. He's still pretty It protects, it protects him from coat hangers. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, and then the other part is uh, Frodo and Sam. Trying to make it through into yeah, the volcano, and, and then it skips to back. throw in the ring, and then there's kind of a you know dramatic scene where Frodo is going to uh, throw in the ring, but then I mean, at, at like... the, at the, we skipped a little bit where at the end of the last one, Frodo was captured. Oh, with the orcs, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. how the second. Oh, well, yeah. So okay, we forgot. Okay, so going back to the very end of Two Towers, Frodo had been uh, killed by the spider. Paralyzed. But then apparently, but then uh, Sam, and so Sam thinks Frodo is dead. He takes the ring. He's like, I have to complete the quest for him because he's my master. We won't get into the slave thing uh, this time. And I'm then he, of a hobbit. <laughs> and which then, is half of a human. Whatever that fraction is, nobody like, knows. A, that's a small fraction. Yeah. Uh, and then Sam like overhears. It's got to be tenths. Three tenths. The guy's done. What's, no. what's half of what's? I don't care. I don't care what it is. Sam overhears the orcs saying, um, yo, he's not actually dead. He's just paralyzed. So then Sam goes and rescues him and like kills a bunch of orcs. Although most of the orcs 
<laughs> most of the orcs, yeah. That's the ratio right there. Um, <laughs> most of the orcs kill each other because they're just like greedy and they just decide to go do that. Because orcs then, are fucking um, worthless. Sam rescues Frodo and then they sort of make their way. They have like nothing anymore and they go on to the volcano to you know, get rid of the ring even though they totally believe that, well, they'll never come back from that. They, right. there's, there's no hope of them is there's very little chance of even them getting to the volcano and getting rid of the ring, but there's definitely no chance that they could ever possibly return again, even if they do that. But they'll die, heroes. Yep. So they go. They get to the they get to the volcano. They're about to lose. They're about to um throw the ring into the fire, and then um, yeah, Frodo, Frodo loses out. Yeah, totally. So he's, this is where Frodo. Dick. This is where Frodo is a bitch because because he the makes ring it all the way evil. to the end, and then. You know, then he can't stop himself. Then he wants to claim the ring as his own. The ring just wants to not be lost. But the ring wants to get fingered. <laughs> but then Gollum jumps over and bites Frodo's finger off with the ring on it because Gollum he has chased them the whole time. And uh, you guys okay? But the question is, if if he's got the ring on his finger, how can Gollum see it? He jumps on him. Midway through and putting the ring on, okay. something like that. Didn't so it's a, like, don't we have a beer for that? A finger, finger, we have beer for everything. Fingering else. beer. We actually skipped a beer we had for something else. Yeah, we have a beer for this. It's called uh, Beerlini, Peach Beerlini Radler by the Left Hand Brewing Company. Because if you watch the movies, Frodo clearly has the ring on his left hand. <laughs> that counts. Hey, that's a deep. That's a deep cut, but that's legit. It's a deep cut all the way through the finger. <laughs> well, I had this beer, and I was like, I thought it's pretty goddamn delicious. And I didn't know when the next time we were going to drink, like, a, uh, read a uh, Ernest Hemingway book was. Because Hemingway is credited with creating the Bellini. Really? Yeah, at Harry's Bar in Venice. There's a place there. When they're so like, while they're trying to fucking hit on Hawthorne? No, that's not Melville. Hemingway. Oh, same shit. I once had a, uh, a Bellini there, and it was like $25 a Bellini. What? And what is a Bellini? It's um, sham- basically a champagne and like peach puree. It smells like vomit. This beer or Bellinis? No, this right here smells like vomit. Did you vomit into the cup? I don't think so. Did you smell it? It smells like peach. Do you only vomit when you eat peaches? Millions of peaches. Peaches, peaches are free. For me. But That's the only song I know by them. That's not true. Lump. Lump Salon and the Boggy Marsh. What are the fuck the words are that stupid song? It's in my head. Mud flows up and loves jamming. She's totally confused with all the passing piranhas. She's lump. She's lump. She's lump. She's in my she head. She might be dead. She's in my head. He wants to, he wants to fuck a retarded girl. As I never really analyzed the lyrics to that, but those are the... Hey, if that's what the presidents of the United States of America say, God bless America. They're not the worst. Hail to the they're chief. not the worst presidents of the United States of America. <laughs> did, you, did you say hail to the queef? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> it sounds like... Though I did think it after I said it. <laughs> I don't like this Bellini shit at all. Bellini is a total girl beer. Uh, not girl beer, like girl cocktail. I mean, I've had a lot of girl My cocktails. My wife drinks them all They're the time. They're pretty good, but I don't like this at all. Uh, a real Bellini is delicious because it's like, you know, like that has alcohol in it, but you I just want to drink that drink old Because it's champagne. It's half champagne, oh, it's just champagne, half peach juice or peach puree. Oh, that's pretty good sounding. It's fucking bomb ass. I would fuck with that. You, you would fuck it. You'd put your dick in it. I feel like that wouldn't be very productive. You know what? Osmosis is a powerful phenomenon. It also, I believe it was you who mentioned capillary action. <laughs> it's how you get rid it of works with urethras. Moments ago. <laughs> it's how you get rid of the gons. Gondor? What? So, no, the gons. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Bellinis are del- goddamn delicious. They are, but this is not. I think this is really interesting. It does oh, it's have, definitely interesting. It is pretty damn close. It feels like a peach slushy melted, and I'm drinking the old one. It, it, it feels like you took a Bellini and you like topped it off with beer. Like a, what the fuck is that called? Uh, the bulldog, where you uh, fuck up a margarita putting, by putting a Corona in it and pretending that that's a good thing. I've never heard of this. Oh, it's a very cool thing among stupid people. I think this beer is interesting. I kind of like it. It's it's interesting. It, it's it's it is interesting. It, it's okay. It's weird. <clears throat> I am now. I don't want to drink any more of it. I am now very uh, curious about what a real Bellini is tastes like. That I, sounds delicious. I was kind of curious about that. I feel like champagne and peach juice would be pretty good. But like plus beer, that's not a good combo. Uh, there are, I mean, I'm sure there are beer cocktails. I mean, there are like a Boilermaker and stuff like that. Yeah, but they're all terrible. 
They're just like vehicles to get drunk fast. Yeah, it's not like, ooh, this tastes good. It's like, how fast can I forget feelings? It's like that. The answer is quite quickly, by the way. (laughs) Very quickly. How motivated are you to forget feelings? That's the question. Seven. You're seven. You're motivated on a scale. Seven. On a scale of one to two. Seven. (laughs) It feels like that tonight. So, uh, Gollum bites off Frodo's finger. And then falls into the ocean of lava in the volcano. I like watching the um, slow motion of that in the movie where Gollum gets the ring and he looks like the happiest he looks so happy child in the world. For for the first time in years, he's happy. Yeah. For the first time in like a damn and near And then he century. falls into lava. <laughs> and he's dead. Well, it's it's I guess it's it's in the movie it's not that long. In the books it's like it might be a century. Well, cuz I I don't know if they tell you exactly You mean between the Hobbit was. and Lord of the Rings? I think I think he's about he's either in his 30s or he's 50 in the, the Hobbit. And then by the time Lord of the Rings swings through, he's at his 11th birthday. And then, and then it's another 17 years. years. So it might mm-hmm. well be a century. It's mm-hmm. damn close. And Gollum has been a century without this thing. that Just took- wearing that one shitty loincloth. <laughs> oh, man. Eating old raw fish. Waiting, <laughs> or to, orcs. waiting to stick his dick in that ring again. <laughs> so he can just disappear. <laughs> and then he gets it and he... And then he falls into lava. The end. And that's but that's not the end. No, well, there are the nine end. more endings. End. It should have been the end. Oh man, we have so many beers that don't re- we should have done these earlier. <laughs> no, there's a, an extra beer for every stupid fucking extra ending. Well, here's one that should have definitely happened earlier. And this one has been aged for years now. This is bottled 11 December 2017. No, that can't be true. Because that was like last year we were doing like fucking clockwork orange that time. That can't be true, because that's fucking seven months ago. That's been in the fridge for well over a year. It's a time-traveling beer. Oh, my God. Oh, we have to drink it right away. Yeah. Or we'll unmake the fabric of time and space itself. Anyway, this is called Doubting Thomas. It is an imperial quadruple, and it is oh. 10% alcohol. Jamie's going to love the cock out of that. It's by Jopin, or Jopin, a Belgian it's thing. Dutch fucks. And, and uh, yeah, Dutch, sorry, not Belgian. And it's got, uh, oh God, that's going to be intense. Uh, get that away from me. It is 10 and change percent alcohol. Well, that smells fantastic. Ooh. Wow, this is very strong. This is amazing. But it's, it's, it's too much for right now. If this was like the first beer I got at a bar, we'd be like, wow. Great day. And then you would need a nap. After uh, after 30 other beers, it's a bit much to deal with right now. It, uh, I can't even do it right now. <laughs> so I picked this because Nate brought this here a really long time ago. And it's we been, thought. We thought we were going to use it for something else. Yeah. And, we and did. everyone was doubting that Frodo would make it, but he did make it. That's exactly I mean, where it in is. The, truthfully, he, he, he did fuck up at the end. Be- because <laughs> the ring is a cocksucker. It's actually God. It's actually a cock ring. <laughs> Tolkien made up a word for this, like the end of the. It's like a, the opposite of a cat- catastrophe. It's like a you catastrophe, like a, a like a catastrophe is where like everything go wrong goes wrong. But uh, like at the end of Lord of the Rings, like things go right. He made up his own word for that, like a you catastrophe or something like that. That fucking guy was a nerd. <laughs> uh, you think he invented being a nerd? It, he did copy a lot. I mean, the big, if you look back, if you like go into the, the super nerd annals, excuse me, the super nerd annals. I do a lot of super nerd analing. <laughs> You'll find that there are books that, that, that are kind of cited as like, oh, actually, Tolkien wasn't the first to do this. This person did that earlier. These very obscure things. But like Lord Dunsany is a name that you'll see a lot, who was this Irish peer in the late 1800s, early 1900s who, you know, was the coolest man who ever lived. How so? Because he was a rich-as-fuck noble from Ireland, of, like, the British monarchy. That British was era. allowed? Ireland wasn't a country left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who was both the, like, pistol-shooting champion of Ireland and the chess master of Ireland and wrote fantasy stories. <laughs> and just lived in a castle. Like, he was the coolest What dude. is this guy's name? Lord Dunsany is the publishing name. I forget what his real name is, but he's like the 18th Baron of whatever the fuck. I want to be his friend. Well, he died, you know, 
16, two don't, years ago. Don't ruin my dreams, Michael. But he wrote a bunch of stories where it's like, oh, and here's a world where these are the gods of that world, and here are the how those things happen, and this is how everything works Back here. Back when it was blasphemy to write about other gods. But he wrote this in like 1902, 1907, and Tolkien totally read this shit and was like, oh, he, he incorporated that in a sense. Whether Tolkien got it from him or somewhere else, it's, I don't know, but... Other things came first of the whole creating your own mythology within your world, within your story sort of thing. Doesn't say anything. He was a world builder. For sure. Can we talk briefly about the stupid ending that definitely needed to not be there? And you they mean definitely almost cut out the first, movie? Uh, the last quarter of the book? So uh, when the hobbits make their way back home, they are uh, learned that the, that the Shire has been taken over by Sharky. Sharky, Literally, yeah. That's his name. Taken over by Sharky. And the hobbits have to literally like fight Sharky. They have a battle. It's the they have final battle. battle of the War of the Rings. And they, they have to find they have to fight Sharky and they finally like defeat him. They find out that Sharky is Saruman. Who's had all his power stripped of him. Yeah. And he decided to be a fucking mob boss for the Shire. <laughs> How like he was an all powerful wizard and he decided, fuck it, I'm gonna run a cartel for a bunch of midgets. And that and then they beat him. Isn't that a dream? They beat the shit out of him, and he's about to leave, and they're fucking his shit up. And then Wormtongue slits his throat at the porch of Bag End, and then he just leaves. And that is the end of Saruman. The immortal wizard gets his throat slit by his assistant in the Shire. And he changed his name to Sharky, so you know he fell a really long way. Like yeah. He was already, like, really... It's know, not even a name. Useless. It's an adjective. Yeah. I can't drink anything. Speaking of which, we're going to drink this beer. It's called Lost Souls by Evil Twin. Uh, it's Evil Twin, you know, all that other shit, but also Lost Souls for ah. uh, Saruman and Grimma Wormtongue, who are totally dickheads, but are totally lost They're souls. They're totally lost souls. And then they get their shit fucked up. And the hobbits are like, hey, let's not kill them. And they're going to banish them. And then Wormtongue is like, nah, I'm going to fucking gut his ass. And he does, and that's the end. I guess, I mean, he's immortal in some ways, Saruman, so he just kind of ascends to another realm or some shit, I don't know. So it says this is an IPA, but it looks much more like it's a hazy as fuck. Smells good. It is dank as shit. Smells lovely. This is oubliette dank. It is ridiculous dank. Ooh, it's very citrusy. Yeah. I'd say this, is, this is a New England IPA. This is, no, this, this is an Orangina with booze. That's fantastic. What's the little story on there? This is this is great. This is great. I love it. If I hadn't had forty other beers, I would love it even more. But I had forty other I can't beers. Keep drinking that. It's fantastic, though. Yeah. No. It's this is fan, This is beautiful. This is a beautiful thing. A beautiful thing. Like when this fucking book ended, and you're like, I'm done with that bullshit. And there, man, and then there were nine out. other endings. And there, there's one more important part. Yeah, because I, we have another beer that goes with it. Two more beers. Two more beers that go. What with are it? the two Holy other beers? Shit. Both of them. What's the first one? Because at the very end of the book, Frodo joins up with Bilbo and all the elves, and they're going to leave. And the top elves, actually. All the elves that have the other rings. For some reason... Galadriel has had a ring. We've known that since book one. Mm -hmm. And Elrond has a ring, doesn't he? Does he? I believe so. And and Gandalf has a ring. Yeah, you find out. You don't really find out until Until the the very end. end. He has one of the rings. He has one of the rings of of elves. It's the three elves. So is Gandalf an elf? No, he just... He just he, he just, just has a he ring. just fucks because he's Gandalf. Gandalf yeah. fucks. Gandalf blows, man. But like, after everything is done, Gandalf was like, "Yo, the time of elves is over. Now it's it's time, time for the men. the time of man." And so all the non-humans just decide, "Okay, we're just going to sail off into the abyss," which is a reasonable course of action. Well, they go to like another continent. They go to a. They go to. A, it's a magic place, and. Bilbo and Frodo go with them because they're ring bearers. The ring bearers, but also because Bilbo, if he goes with them, he'll never die because he's old as shit. And Frodo is still infected with the wound when he was stabbed by the Nazgul and he was dying from it. But if he went with them, he would not die from it. And so he would also live forever. Though, of course, it's also magic. So they go to fuck me in the neck. (laughs) (laughs) They go into voluntary exile by... This is a Baltic Porter, and it is by, I don't know. Who the fuck is this? Three is Brewing! Brooklyn-ass fucks. That is a different design than the other Three is Brewing ones. 
A Baltic porter is called this because they didn't have enough money for Mediterranean Avenue, and they decided <laughs> to just settle for Baltic. <laughs> and they had their people take their bags to their room, and they didn't have to do it themselves. Science. Also, there's a strong Georgian contingent, the Baltic states. Uh, I'll take you really. Right yeah. yeah, yeah. By Baltic, you mean like Latvia, Lithuania, right? Estonia. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Baltic is like um, Montenegro, Georgia, the like oh, south okay. southwestern the Balkans. Yeah, that. Yeah. Not Baltic. I think Baltic. Balkans. Yeah. No, no. I know. I know what I meant. I'm staying by. Okay, what was I right? <laughs> aren't, aren't Yugoslavia the is the Balkans. The Baltics is what Nate was describing. No, no, no. Balkans are people in Alabama that fuck each other. Oh. Balkan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were right, Nate. Anyway, so they are those. They are voluntary exiles because they leave, and this is a porter called voluntary exile. That sounds like pure goddamn coffee. Woo! No, it's it's strong. No, it's bitter for sure. That's not my thing. And let's try the other one too. And the final one, and then they sail away, much like sticks. And our final beer is Dead Serious. Serious spelled like a tiny ocean. Oh, we gotta say that for Harry Potter. <laughs> we'll get around to that. Dead Serious. Explanation point or question mark? I can't tell. It's a ghost sour, ghost style sour wheat ale. Well, it's gonna be horrifically. It's bad. with grapefruit and coriander. Oh God. Uh, it's only 5%, though. Give me the thing. That, that beer is going to be strong enough to wake Avicii up. This might have been purchased for a previous episode. If you think it was you purchased can, for an episode like nine months ago. If you think you can guess what episode this is from, send us a message, and I'll tell you if you're right. And if you're right... Hint, Natalie Portman got analated. Did I, have you watched that movie? I love that no. movie. Yeah, so you're talking about the Annihilation movie? Yeah. That was the fucking worst movie I've ever watched. I you watched it? I it love, was unbelievably I love, bad. I Why it. did you watch it? I loved it. I love that movie. Oh, let's watch that because she read that book. Had you ever, that have book. you ever seen that guy's other movies, though? Have seen what? The guy's other movies. I don't know who the guy is. Uh, he made um, Ex Machina and um, something else. Yeah, I don't know. That movie was full of fucking autistic people. I know we talked about it on the show. They were all retarded people. They just couldn't speak to each other. They couldn't make eye contact, eye contact and they just kind of wandered around and just like looked at shit. It was, it was super creepy and weird. Not boring as fuck. And a bear who screamed. It sucked. I liked it a lot. All right, let's try this. Dead here. serious. Tell me what you think about dead serious, Michael. Who makes this, by the way? It's only 5%. It's a product of Jordan. Jordan? Yeah. The Levant? No, uh, Michael. You mean uh, by the Dead Michael Sea? Michael Jordan? Jordan by the Dead Sea? Yeah. Wow, wait. How Aren't they mostly Muslim? Oh, God. This beer is 72 verses. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> isn't it Eid? It's by the Dead Sea. That's what I said, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. He's trying to fart again. <laughs> trying. <laughs> trying, I did. He's trying to fart at me because I corrected him. No, no, no. It wasn't. Uh, I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's like World War One trench warfare over here. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you mean oh man, Jordan? Yeah, like, oh man. I was like, oh man, you have to shake Djibouti and get the, get the fumes out of it. All right, I really don't even want to taste this. I'm gonna taste the beer. <laughs> I don't want to drink this heathen beer. It's all right. It tastes kind of like old juice. That's very tart. It's, 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 it's not that bad. It's not super duper it's sour. It's fine. It tastes more like juice than a beer. They're like, yeah. yeah, it's not like super duper bad, but it's sour. So at the end of the book, the, everyone's like, fuck you, Middle Earth. We're going to go Everyone take leaves. our magic elsewhere. And that's how it ends. <laughs> Pretty much. And the world yep. of men is left mm-hmm. to themselves. Uh, go fuck yourself. You'd be shitty. And the elves and the dwarves sail off and fall off the end of the earth because the earth is flat. Fuck NASA. It's all a lie. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe, I'm just asking questions. Just asking questions. Uh, uh, it's really interesting what you're saying about that. The earth is flat. Just asking questions. Uh, <laughs> okay, so what do we want to say about the series? Why do people fucking like this? It's it be- sucks. It's, it's because this was 
the thing that put fantasy on the map of genre as a map. I'm gonna I'm gonna no. disagree with you both because if you've it, read it mainstreamed it. If you have read the blog post at drunkguysbookclub.com. Oh, we talk yes. about the, well, aside from the Bible. You'll know which book really <laughs> put fantasy on the book. Yeah, for the sure. Bible didn't have any dwarves or elves. I have a theory. So uh, it was popular not only because it was, di- well, not maybe entirely different, but it did make fantasy into a mainstream thing. Also, as it was seen as an anti-war book during the Vietnam War and became really, really, really widely read during the 60s. Really? This? Because of that, yep. Mm-hmm. Hippies would make anything into it. an anti-war thing. That's true. But why? Like Yellow why Submarine these... was anti-war, <clears throat> according to the hippies. I mean, look at all like the Led Zeppelin songs about Lord of the Rings. So most of those actually came out after after the war. No, like one is Vietnam. That's like the sixties, right? So the, when did we pull When out did of that? it officially start? It's actually kind of a complicated thing. But when did the it Gulf officially Gulf of Revolution a resolution was nineteen sixty four, and we basically got the fuck out of there in nineteen seventy five. All right, so that's most of Zeppelin. Okay, fine. That's when they have that, that like that last chopper flying out of Saigon. Yeah, nineteen seventy five. With all those poor <laughs> bastards, like please let me on. Yep, it was it was an, it was definitely popular among the hippies, and so it sold millions and millions of copies because of that. Though, and also, it was also super super popular amongst basically just kind of fantasy nerds and people and a certain type of reader who is actually into all of the things we seem to not really like about it. <clears throat> or is, I love the idea. I wanted to like this. So fucking badly. I wanted to like this like a fucking arranged marriage. <laughs> I wanted this to be my favorite book ever. Do you know like the vaguely subsurface autism I have that I would love to read? Vaguely? It's definitely <laughs> vaguely. Definitely vaguely. V-A-G-E-U-E-L-O-Y. It's definitely vague. That I would love to have read these books and the Silmarillion and the Hobbit and the 17,000 volumes of other bullshit and just be like, oh, that's just like what happened in the second era of the reign of Douchebagian. And then I would have loved it. He's Armenian? He's Armenian. Yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't get into it. I tried so hard. This is the second this is the second time I've read through them. Actually, I only read through half of the last one, but this is the second time I've read through the series. The third or fourth time I've tried to read through them. I just it just doesn't do it for me for some reason. There's something I don't something I just don't get. I don't know. I definitely don't need to read it again. Like, I, I'm glad that I finally can say I really did read through all of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, well, that too. Um, <laughs> I can finally say that I did that, something I've always been meaning to do. But just like on our Dune episode, we talked about how it, it's such a similar kind of thing, whereas even though that is technically science fiction, I mean, really, that's, that's fantasy. It has all the elements of this sort of like deep world storytelling and all these weird different, you know, all these, all these weird words and these different languages and all these different groups. And it's also a story about total good versus total evil. And it's very, they're very similar. The people who love Lord of the Rings love Dune. And the people who love Dune love Lord of the Rings too. But one of the things that's I mean, Dune wouldn't exist without Lord of the Rings. That's no. what I'm trying to think of. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, Dune clearly copied from Lord of the Rings in many ways. And it's like, what, 10 years later? It's a, yeah, it's really only 10. But it's 10 years of a lot of science fiction writing and fantasy writing. So a lot of people were clearly influenced by this. That's why what's one of the things that makes Lord of the Rings so important is that it's seen as this, like, um, watershed in this genre. Because it's the thing that really solidifies fantasy as the vaguely medieval times... You know, people riding on horses mm-hmm, yeah. and using swords and living saying in castles, thou. saying Dost and Thou and all that bullshit, and using magic and Merlin-type characters. Like, this really creates the fantasy genre in many ways. Yeah, it is very important for that reason. But what Tolkien does better than probably anybody else does, I can't say everybody because I haven't read every fantasy novel because there's a bajillion of them now, he creates the world, he creates the characters. He the creates, languages. And the he words. creates languages and mythologies. Like, it's really rich. Mm-hmm. To the point where it's overwhelming. And that's one of the things, if you read, I read the paperbacks that came out in the, I mean, I bought them in the 90s when I was a middle school student. And I did, when the movies were coming out, I was like, I'll read those. And they were, I couldn't do it. Yeah. But there's a, he wrote a preface to the paperback edition shortly before he died. And he introduced like how all these things came out. He said, this is just a story. It's not about anything. It's not about a war. It's not about World War II. It's not about World War II. It's or, not about nuclear weapons. Or it's World not about War I. The Cold War. Because yeah. a lot of people, like, I've watched entire History Channel documentaries about this, and they're like, where did Tolkien get the ideas? 
Mordor came from the Battle of the Somme. You know, and you watch this mm-hmm. stupid bullshit, and they try to equate it. And Tolkien's like, no, no, it was just a really cool story I thought Sometimes of. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Because I like midgets, you know, and he just made this shit up. It's not an allegory. According to Tolkien, it was just a story. And if you read his other shit, the guy just liked stories. Yeah. He, he came up with the, supposedly, he came up with the Hobbit as really like stories to tell his own children when they were children. And then by the time, he didn't start working on The Lord of the Rings until they were adults. And that's why The Hobbit is, feels much more like a kid's book and the, uh, then the Lord of the Rings feels much more of an adult book. I don't know if we talked about this on the Hobbit episode, but his book about the letters to, Saint, to Santa Claus that he wrote for his kids, super interesting shit. He, like, every year he'd write uh, letters to his children or a letter to his kids allegedly from Santa Claus. And he'd have, like, a fancy handwriting he'd invent. Like, he was a very creative guy. He'd use, like, a, you know, nice stationery with a cool colored ink and a cool handwriting he made up to be the handwriting of Santa Claus. And, like, here, here's what's going on in the North Pole. And there's a battle going on between the polar bears and the fucking who the fuck gives a shit. And he'd make a whole bunch of shit up. And then some years there'd be a letter from, like, the leader of the polar bears. And he wrote all this shit. Like, he was a super creative guy who, like, wanted to entertain his kids. As a soon-to-be father, apparently, uh, it's it's admirable what he did. Like how he this is like the germ. Like he started like let me entertain my kids and give them cool stories. He put the work in. He really fucking did. My dad was like, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa hey, kids, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa. TV's on. Be quiet now. That ESPN's not gonna watch itself. Like he was like pretty intense guy. Like, he came up with some really cool shit to share with his kids, and then he somehow spun that into this worldwide phenomenon. Like, that's an unbelievable accomplishment. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping to one day have children don't shit on themselves. Oh, they're going to do that. I know, but I mean... But uh, he's hoping eventually they won't. Event- I mean, my wife is oh. also hoping that for her husband, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. Hey, that poop came out of nowhere. <laughs> I was very nervous. Like, what he creates, he's a super creative guy. He looks around and he's like, oh, this is a cool little thing kids are interested in. Well, let me make a whole bunch of shit up about that. I'm going to make a whole bunch of shit about Santa Claus and polar bears and elves to entertain the kids. And then Fair. that thing he developed over that, that skill he really developed over his whole life is pretty goddamn impressive. Except it's so fucking boring. There's a lot of other shit happening. There's too much, which is if you read the preface, he said in the new editions when he writes about it, he says it's, just an, it's not an allegory. He says, the one complaint I agree with that other people have said to me is that the books are too short. And I was like, no, they're not. They're too fucking long. Mm-hmm. These are interminably long. Just get to the end. Tell the story. He couldn't, he couldn't edit. You know, he, he was a great creator, but he could not edit. He could not say, like, all right, that's not important. Let me take that out. Everything has to be in there. And there's so much shit. Like, what's the point of Tom Bombadil? He serves no function. What's the point of... All those stupid, the Riders of Rohan King guy and the Denethor, or whatever his fucking name is, mm-hmm. those guys could be entirely removed or 95% removed. There's so much stupid bullshit in the book that he could have cut out. He just couldn't let go of any of the shit he created, which makes the fact that his son published 12 volumes of unpublished shit all the more ridiculous. 12 volumes mm-hmm. seems like a lot. 12? Literally 12. They're either. I mean, they're like, you know, here's a random poem about this elf who once ate a sandwich. You know, and there's a, that's a thing. And then... That stuff matters. Here's a short story about this dwarf who had syphilis. And there's a story. Twelve volumes of that shit. The thing he did that's most important than anybody is he, like, created the thing where it's like, here's a whole world. And the more I add to it, the more you're going to like it. You know, like, if you're if you bought in, I give you more uh, pieces of this world, and you're just going to be like, yes. Give me more of that. I'll read more of that shit. Even if it's about a character I don't like. Even he if it's 100 years in the past. His own Star Wars is in the universe. Well, Star Wars owes a great deal to this, too, I'm sure. Jawas mm-hmm. or midgets? I was trying. Are there any direct Star Wars ripoffs? I'm sure there are. Star Wars probably ripped off Dune more than anything else. Well, I mean, like any sci fi, any, any like grand trilogy is going to have sure. the hero's journey. It's always going to yeah. be. I don't know. So I see what I, I really, really wanted to like them. I'm really impressed by what he did. I, I did, I did like them. I thought they were a little hokey, but that's because it was the thing that created the genre. And fantasy is not my favorite at all. But I thought, I thought they were good. I enjoyed them. It's not something I ever want to read again. But I will give it, I will give it credit for 
for being what it is and for starting what it, what it did. I, I don't need to ever partake again, but one and done. Nate, what do you think? Or two and done. Three. There were three books. I mean, but I read them before when I was young. Oh. And they were, they were much better this time. When I was young, it was just like, I can't get through this shit. There's too much going on. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't know any of the characters. I don't know what's going on. It was much better now. Yeah, I would agree. It's definitely it was definitely better now. And as I already mentioned, having seen the movies actually did make the books more accessible. It did, even it, though it that made shouldn't you able have like, to be what you. It made you able to follow what the fuck was happening. Well, because I already knew what happened. Yeah, it meant I could follow what was happening because yeah. I already knew. Uh, and and that's not the way a book is supposed to be. Like Certainly. you shouldn't have to watch a three hundred dollar three hundred million dollar movie just to get what's going on in a book. That doesn't depends make what sense. you're into. But um. I thought they were definitely uh, better now because I also tried to read them when I was, you know, probably ninth grade and nope, did not get that far. It's, I can't imagine the kind of kid that could read this in middle school or high school, early high school and get through it and get it. That's a smart kid. And I was a stupid kid, so it wasn't me. And they also, they also it has to be somebody who, I want to say like really gets into it, like is totally wor- totally willing to almost like obsessively read the book and obsessively, you know, um, you know, it's imagine it's what's going on like and obsessively, yes, le- you know, learn Making all the like other backstories and the other, and learn Elvish. <laughs> like, if you like that kind of thing, then this is great. Elvish and is a thing I can, you can fucking study in college now. For sure. Well, there's only so much of it, but he wrote a, he made well, a they never learned, yeah. they never made words for like and, television and shit. And even though, even though Jews. for most middle schoolers, <laughs> For sure, or even high schoolers, the, the reading level is definitely pretty high. I mean, it's not the kind of thing it that... It didn't seem super complex. There's well, a couple of things that make it difficult. One is vocabulary that's kind of weird and then made up words, but then just the archaic structure of sentences. Yeah, they, they it's all talk hard like to understand. old-time people. If you yeah. are not used to that kind of writing or you have not, or you're just not a good reader, that shit is impenetrable. Like, right, that right there will make it very challenging for the vast majority that's of why middle I had schoolers or high schoolers. Yeah, age. totally. Now, that doesn't mean no one could, and that doesn't mean someone who's really willing to put in the time and the effort, oh, even at that age, couldn't do it, because of course they could. But just most don't, because there's because television, don't put Facebook, the effort into Twitter. That. That's not what they're going to do. Yeah. Masturbation. Yeah. So who should read it, then? I think that if this is your genre, then you should absolutely read it, and you would love it. If it's not, then you don't need to. If you really love a lot of other fantasy things, then this might be the right thing. If you're a Game of Thrones person, then this is something you should read because you could knock it out in the time it takes you to read half of a Game of Thrones book. I actually think that's kind of not true. Even the later Game of Thrones is way breezier. Is it? it? I thought they were much longer. Even though the books... I've never read one, but I heard they were fucking Even though the books are very long, they're not as dense in terms of... I mean, they have a lot of similar elements. However, Lord of the Rings is way more dense in terms of... Uh, you know, all the background shit. E- even though there's a ton in Lord of the Rings, it is actually spread out over many more books than it, and it does a better job of kind of really explaining what's going on Game of when Thrones. you need to. Yeah, Game of Thrones. We'll explain more of what's going on when it, when it needs to. It obviously leads many things that are to be mysterious, but that's the point of the books because you don't know. You, that's the plot unfolding. That's not him being a bad writer and not telling you. It's supposed to be that way. Okay. So but just if you're your average fantasy, Game of Thrones that reader, kind of thing. just your average Game of Thrones reader wouldn't necessarily pick up Lord of the Rings and yeah, be you don't super have into have it. You have to, but you might enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, you might. Sure, totally. There's no elves. There's no fucking elves and dwarves, but there's one dwarf. Can I say how annoying the fucking adults were in Lord of the Rings? Like Gandalf, Aragorn, Elrond, all like the smart characters. They're, they're constantly like, yeah, yeah, I knew that was happening. But I didn't say anything because I was busy. And then every character's like, I had a lot of shit going on. But everyone's like, I see, I see this is happening. The orcs are reforming. Like, yes, yes, I know. But I need a ham sandwich now. <laughs> like, they just don't give a fuck. I'm all out of pizza pockets. They're so all-knowing, yet they're not caring. It's really frustrating. Yeah. It's like as if the elves don't give a, a fuck a about the world. Well, they're going to leave the world. Because so. they're dicks. The elves are these supercilious pricks. Like, yeah... Kind of like an older Luke Skywalker. They're pretty much the kind British of, yeah. British mm-hmm. people of Middle Earth. <laughs> we used to run everything, and now things are not so great, and we're just going to fucking peace out, man. Yep. Going, going to the Channel Islands. Suck a bag. But I, I just I felt the elves were unlikable, and I really can't stand Gandalf, because his magic, as we've hinted at, is just unpredictable. He could do whatever he wants as long as he wants to do it. 
I mean, like in the book, he does even less, but in the movie, he spends a lot of time fighting with a sword. Well, it's like, sure, dude, you can fucking do magic. But in the book, he's just like, you know, I know all of the languages ever. I'll have to think long and hard to think of the word for that. <laughs> I thought of it, and then he just meh, 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 and he says it, or um, you know, oh, I'll have to. This will cost me a lot of energy, but I will cast this spell, and then he casts a spell, and then the next day he's kind of crotchety because he's a thousand years old. He just could, he could just do magic of unlimited power when he wants to. Like he could have wiped those orc armies out instantly. Yeah, but other times... Just like, make, the horse, make the horse waterfall happen while they cross a moat. It's over. Or just... Okay, how about you just teleport that hobbit over to the fucking volcano? You can't do that? You can't do something like that? That was frustrating. He's got a lot going on. He's got a lot on his plate. But that's the problem with magic. It's, it's, yeah. it, it has no rules. By definition, it has no rules unless the author makes them up. But then, are those even really rules? Yeah, Probably it's just, not. It's just like, here, here's what's going to work for me in this scene. Magic. And the elves make comment about that very briefly. They're like, you would probably think this is magic, but it's just a really good rope or whatever the fuck they give them, you know. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is a really good cloak now. Enjoy it, Samwise. And he's like, well, oh, put on my master because I'm a slave. The master's going to bind you real good. I don't know. I found it really frustrating how stupid the magic was, how there were these characters that knew everything but didn't want to share. There was almost no magic. Except when it's important. Like, oh, even hey, when Legolas, w- can't you just magically run over snow? Well, that's because he was very light-footed, and he had really good vision. He's like a fighter pilot. <laughs> He's just magic. He's like, oh, you want me to go run over the snow? Yeah, I'll do that right now. I feel like in the scheme of things, running over snow is not that big a deal. But it's just, it's just stupid and lazy. I mean, he just ran over and ran back. Yeah. He why? didn't like win a battle. He just like, everything up ahead is fucked off. Let's go back the other way. He's like, cool, man. Thanks. Sure, but it just feels stupid. Like, why are elves able to do this? They elves have hollow are Im- bones like birds. The elves are <laughs> immortal. They never age. And they can walk on they snow. They can do fucking magic. They've got very wide and feet. Everything an elf makes is amazing. You're like, oh, take this. They cannot make a tuna melt. It's an elf toaster. If you, one Pop-Tart in here will keep you healthy for a week. Like, everything they give them, it's just, here, this is an elf cake. You could eat one of these, and then you could dig a mile of trench. Go on, Samwise. It's fucking stupid. I couldn't stand the elves. It's like Tolkien had a big fucking heart on for elves. Oh, who doesn't? And he didn't give a fuck. Have you ever seen Orlando Bloom? He's like, the men are corrupt and stupid. The dwarves are also pig-headed and stupid. The elves are amazing and smart. Well, they're kind of haughty. And the the halfling hobbits are just, like, they just want to hang out and smoke their elf pipes. They're just stoners. They're deadheads. They're just... They're super libs, super libertarians. They just want to hang out and be like, hey, I earned this money. Don't make me pay taxes. Let me sit in my hole. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm going to smoke this herb. <laughs> I'm going to live in my little hole in the ground. That's what they are. That's what they fucking are. Nate, what do you think? I don't know. I think that's fine. I mean, if you're okay with magic in general, you can't really take... I, I can't take too much issue with the magic in this book. I mean, you either all of it has to be wrong... Or it's just like something you have to go with. Okay, it's all wrong. In order to tell a story. Listen, that's that's fine. The that, rings that's understandable. Really it can be frustrating at times, sure, but like what did the elf rings really do? What did the dwarf rings do? I'm sure in one of those never really twelve volumes of shit it totally explains that, but I'll never fucking find out. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. I it doesn't really tell you in the book in, in just the Lord of the Rings trilogy except to say that they're really powerful and that the one ring was really powerful and that it was it, it was you know power boom end story that's all you really know i wanted to like it i just ended up kind of tolerating him but yeah that was the thing i'll have to rewatch the movies i am now interested in rewatching the movies not those shitty hobbit movies those blue yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just the lord of the rings movies I dug it, but i don't need to read them again and i'll watch the movies and they'll be pretty good i did watch the uh, fellowship of the rings Fellowship of the Ring, and it was pretty good. I'll maybe watch the four-hour director's cut, see what the fuck that's up with. Yeah, it's not on Netflix. The regular one is not the director's cut, but I'm sure I could. You can get the director's cut for all of them for like you know, three dollars on Amazon or some shit. So what's the beard? The one beard rule them all today, gentlemen. Ooh, I don't even remember. Probably the was it the Lost Souls? I don't remember. I Lost, Lost Souls, Souls was a delicious IPA. I think Lost Souls was the one. And Lost, then Lost Souls was fantastic. That's yeah. definitely the most like drinkable. I'm gonna go, sure. I'm gonna go with that one. That's the one I wanted to pour more of. Props I really to you, more of anything. Evil Twin. We had that before for something. Yeah, 
I mean, uh, that's a pretty the title you can you can rationalize for a lot of stuff. We used it for um, Lord of the Flies. Oh, word. Did we? Yeah, yeah. I brought it for Lord of the Flies. Good choice. And it's still delicious. Mm-hmm. And it pains me to not drink all of it right now, but I just have to pace myself. Yeah. God help us. Well, that ends Lord of the Rings. What do you guys think? We're ever going to do the Silmarillion? No. No. Fucking hell no, right? No, I'm not going to read a fucking textbook. That's really... I, I tried so hard to like this, and I've tried to read that too. I've, when I first finally made it through Lord of the Rings, I was like, all right, maybe I just need to know more. And I started trying to le- read the Silmarillion. I was like, no, this is garbage. This is, this is horrendous. I would just like to point out that Mike has now officially started a book and given up on it. Silmarillion? No, you said you didn't finish the, the Return of the King. Well, I had read it once before, so it's a it's with an asterisk. <laughs> Fine. It wasn't a new book. I had already read it, and I was like, "Let me reread this for this." I'll, I'll give you that. It's it's halfway. Yeah, it's better than you uh, fuckers do. <laughs> I only gave it. up on one book. Which which was Catch Twenty Two. Is the only catch? Oh no, two books. And Dracula. Oh, Dracula was good. No, I hated that book. That was the most fucking boring. All right, we can talk about that a different time. Because we're going to be doing Dracula this October. Okay. In your dickhole. Suck. Van Helsing, let me suck your cock. (laughs) All right, tell us what you thought. He's going to make period tea. Stop. (laughs) Tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Or follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) 